know, the weird thing about nightmares is that I rarely ever have them, and I generally don't remember them. But last night, I had three nightmares that I can remember pretty vividly. And I don't know if it was due to what I ate, or if it was due to the weed that I had smoked. But um, I don't like blaming things on weed. So, here's what happened. I, uh, I had made some tilapia and some asparagus, and uh, they were wrapped in foil together. My wife's, I made unintentionally, or intentionally, not spicy. I made mine very spicy. I put on a lot of chili flakes, and uh, I cut up a whole hot pepper. And I didn't cook it with the hot pepper, but I did throw it on once I had opened everything up later. On top of that, I also had some of the best weed. Uh, I can't remember one of the flavors, but one was OG Bubba Kush, for those familiar. Um, Smoked, went to sleep around 11. I woke up at 2.30, and I should say that when I finished eating, it was it was spicy. I love spicy food. It wasn't so spicy that I like peeled my clothes off like I did on New Year's for the, the Reapers, but for the Scorpion, Scorpion Reaper, Scorpion Pepper, whatever, um, but it was spicy enough like I was hot. I, my whole head was sweating. So it's 2.30 in the morning now. And I feel like somebody's got a hot poker in the middle of my stomach. And I think we all know what that means. So as much as I was upset that it was 2.30 in the morning and I needed to get up and go to the bathroom, I did. Because there was no going back to sleep now that my eyes had opened and the burn couldn't be ignored. I go to the bathroom. I am in the bathroom for, let's call it 25 minutes. Not saying that it was like the worst shit of my life or anything like that, but it was still burning. So I didn't want to get up and have to come back to the bathroom because I wasn't done or something. So I sat there good and long, hoping the burn would subside and I would know I was done. Didn't really subside, but I knew I wasn't going to continue. So, got up, went to bed. Laid there for a long time, trying to forget that my stomach is still kind of burning. And I eventually get to sleep. Dream one. My childhood best friend and I, we are going to see a movie at the movie theater. He drives. I don't remember what we were going to see, because it was weird. In my dream, we were in a movie theater that we used to go to. It's no longer built this way, 
Um, but we used to go there when I was middle school, high school, and then they remade it much bigger and on a different part of the mall. But it had the old kind of uh, look to it. We couldn't figure out where the ticket taker was for some reason. So I went in one exit, technically, and he sees me and he screams, Hey, you need to come back around and come through this door. My buddy Nelson, he goes through a different door, doesn't get seen. So I come over to the door that the guy asked me to, and as I'm coming through, he doesn't ask me to buy a ticket or anything, and I think that's odd. I'm looking around, see the concession stand, and I'm trying to figure out, like, where's somebody going to ask me to buy a ticket? Because it looks like I just walked right in. So I'm over near the bathrooms. I mean, Nelson, buy a video game or an arcade machine. Something feels off. And I feel around in my mouth, and one of my teeth feels loose. And I haven't felt a loose tooth since I was a child, but I was like, huh. Out the tooth comes into my hand. I'm looking at this tooth, which was a fine tooth before, so I'm like, what made this happen? Still kind of freaked out because I care a lot about my teeth. So I put the tooth in a pocket. And now I'm like, okay, do I need to go to the dentist right this moment? Or do I have some time? Walk over to the concession stand. Next thing I know, a whole chunk of my bottom row comes out. But it's all together, kind of like if you've seen um, what people have done to a deer, like their jaw, and they'll turn it into, I'm thinking of the movie Bone Tomahawk, but they'll turn it into like a frisbee or something. So like half of that, that's what came out of my bottom jaw. Now I'm panicked, and I'm running around. I shove that in a pocket in my hoodie. So I've got several teeth now in this hoodie. And now suddenly we're being chased. Teeth keep falling out. I wake up. When I wake up, my stomach is burning again. I go to the bathroom. More of the same. I try to wait there. But it's not going anywhere. So eventually, get back out, go to bed. Surprisingly, I didn't wake my wife because I really thought I would. When I get back in the bed, now it's been a full hour since I woke up the first time. I'm like, okay, just go to sleep and you can still get some hours in before you got to wake up. It takes about a half an hour to fall asleep. So now it's been an hour and a half taken out of my sleep, like right in the middle in the sweet spot. I go back to sleep. I'm in this gigantic hotel, it seems. Kind of like The Shining, but more made to look like a European hotel. And I'm stumbling through the halls, trying to find my room. I found my room. However, I need to leave to go get something down the hall. And when I leave to go get something down the hall, I get lost. 
So there are a lot of doors, all different sizes and cuts. It's definitely something that you would take pictures of, yet at the same time, I'm not really enjoying the view. I'm just trying to find my way back to my room. I open a door and I'm in somebody else's room. But I had to walk in in order to figure that out. Several people see me and are frightened. Like, what is this person doing in our room? And I explain to them, I'm just really lost. I'm not here to try to rob you. I don't mean any harm. I'm just, I can't find my room. So a couple of people try helping me out of their apartment. And then seemingly trying to help me find my room again. I eventually find my room, and when I get in there, my wife is in. Um, There was a little fooling around, and that was cool. It's dark. Out the window, I hear a lot of people screaming. I look out the window, and I see several cop cars, like almost in a star, you know how they do when they're trying to block something off, like in the movies, if there is a a bank robbery, six cars will like shoot up in front of the bank all in different angles, and then they'll get out and like aim, that's kind of how the cops were in the street, but it's rainy, and there's still a lot of other cars in the street, they're in the middle of kind of a highway, and where I'm looking, it's a huge intersection, And as the rain is pouring down and it's hard to make out through the window, I'm up like four or five flights. It's hard to make out exactly what's going on, but before I know it, you can clearly see people start shooting one another at close range. And so it's just absolute chaos. And I tell my wife, hey, Look out the window. You are never going to believe what's going on. Now, I I did actually tell her that prior to the people shooting because it was just like a lot of arguing. And I I do that now. When the people start shooting, we both get down. And then, sure enough, bullets start coming through the wall window. And we're both just like ducked down all the way on the opposite side of the room. For some reason, we decide to leave our room, and we end up outside after all of the shooting has stopped, and we need to get a cab. We get the cab, and we're riding around, and we have to ride through the area that we just saw everybody getting shot at. I wake up. Burn's still there. Back to the bathroom we go. More of the same. I sit there for a while. This time, when I go back to the bedroom, I uh, tugged on a piece of my wife. I don't know why it bothers me like when the covers aren't even on the bed. And she is a sleep monster when it comes to ripping the sheets all over the place and the comforter is like 90% my side and I just I guess I'm a little OCD about that obsessive 
I don't want to offend anybody with OCD. I'm obsessive about that. So I tug on her side in order to even it out, and she wakes up. And she's like, what are you doing awake? Because at this point, it's like 5.30. And I was like, oh, you know, I, this the spicy dinner that I had, and she understands. It's not the first time that this has happened. Many a night, I have spent an hour and a half or so trying to rectify my poor dinner choice. So I get back in bed. I go to sleep. I am back in the same area where we were just riding through. And now we stop the car. We get out, my wife and I. These two men approach us. I send her off in one direction so that I can talk to these guys. They look suspicious. They both have a mark or a tattoo in the middle of their foreheads. And they both look very similar, yet they're not identical. They kind of look like taller versions of the villain from the Raid Redemption, the, the dude who's a drug lord at the very top floor. So anyway, now it's just me and these two guys. One of them is kind of backed off. The other one is kind of like getting all in my face. Now why, I can't figure out. We don't speak the same language. I, it's funny, I haven't worn anything but um, smartwatches in years now, probably since 2015. I believe. And um, for some reason, I didn't have on... I, I have this really nice watch that I never wear anymore. But I instead, I have on this watch from when I was in my early 20s. Uh, it was a Movado that an ex-girlfriend gave to me. And I don't think it was real. Because she gave it to me, and the tag was on it. And we were like teenagers. Uh, but it was like a $500 watch, and she wasn't rich. So I was like, okay. Even back then, I was like, well, all of the information that I have says this is an expensive watch, but I was like, I don't really know how you can give somebody a $500 watch, but okay. So I have that watch on, and the dude starts reaching for it. So he and I get into, it wasn't even a fight. It was like a scuffle, but then he pulled out a knife, and now he's coming at me, but he's, he's never trying to harm me. He's just trying to get the watch off my wrist. I do not know why in this nightmare I felt like dying over this watch was okay, but I really didn't want him to have it, so... He's chasing me all through what looked like the streets of Munich, trying to get this watch off my wrist, and I refuse. And eventually, he does take the watch off my wrist, and he and his brother kind of just stand back and look at each other like Agent Smith from The Matrix and watch me as I hail a cab to go find my wife. I woke up again. Again, I don't know 
if it was the food or the weed, I, I'd love to believe it was the food, especially because each time that I woke up, I definitely needed to go to the bathroom at least a little bit. But yeah, something to think about. One second. Tim, I'm so glad that you could make it. Man, I didn't think that you were going to show up. Come on in. We've got all of the food ready. As you can tell, everybody's already getting started. Doesn't really stink yet, but I think you're going to enjoy what's going on in here. You know, no judgments. You just go bananas. I actually have my dog in the car and forgot to ask if it's cool. Can I bring him in? A dog. Um... I it really doesn't matter what kind of dog it is because we got a lot of food and seafood and naked bodies and pieces in here. I don't, is that your dog out there in the car? Yeah, uh, you know, you can't really leave him in the car. Plus it's like 80 degrees and I think it's just supposed to hover around there and you know, I'll get in trouble. Okay, is that a Rottweiler? It looks like a Rottweiler, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I don't think I would be comfortable having sex with your dog walking around. I see that you've got a leash in your hand. Please don't show it to me. I, I just, I don't feel comfortable with that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I, I can't leave him in the car. Um, would it be possible? Could you just hand me like a little bit of that bacon wrapped shrimp that I can see right there? Not the ones that that couple is sweating on. There's some to the left. Got him. There you go, man. You know what? Next time, send you an invite. Think about a dog sitter or something. I can, you know, try floating around whether people would like a dog-themed orgy next time. But, uh, yeah. Bye, Tim. I read another report uh, yesterday about a woman who was kicked off of a flight because her two-year-old wouldn't put their mask on. And since my son is two, part of me understands, like, she tried to put the mask on and the little boy was apparently not having it. Firstly, why would you travel with a two-year-old who, at this point, everybody should know, if they're two and up, they have to wear a mask on the plane. And I'm going to assume that also goes for trains. So... If your two-year-old won't keep a mask on, why are you bringing him on the plane? Now, I also realized that she was traveling for work. So, it wasn't like she was just somebody who felt like traveling because they wanted to breathe some fresh air without a mask on somewhere else. You people disgust me. But, okay, it's for work. I'm assuming you couldn't find anybody to travel with. You might need to drive or something. Or, and this this one I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with, but maybe you need to be a stricter parent. Because my son, he had an issue for maybe the first few times that we tried to put a mask on. And then eventually, without hitting him or anything, I was able to get the point across. Like, I'm wearing a mask, you're wearing a mask, mommy's wearing a mask. Keep your mask on. And now he does, for the most part. I will say, because I'm not perfect, yesterday we were in the grocery store, and 
I was making jambalaya, so my mind was focused on the list of ingredients that I needed to get. I wasn't walking through the grocery store with my phone, but I was more focused on that than I was because he was keeping pace. He wasn't like dragging his feet, so I wasn't looking at him for a few minutes. And then when I did look at him, his mask was gone. So then we searched all over the grocery store. And then when I finally found somebody who worked there, because I retraced all of our steps since we entered the store, and we were only in there for like five minutes by the point that I was asking someone, hey, did you just find a mask for a toddler? And he goes, oh, yeah, we just found it and threw it away because people were stepping on it. I was mad at several things in that moment because I was like, motherfucker, now I got to. Fortunately, we have more masks at home. And this was the last stop before we came back home. But I was like, damn, now we're down a mask. And now I get the judgment of everyone thinking that I just brought my kid out without a mask. And I've been down that road when he wouldn't wear a mask. I prayed no one spoke to me because they would have caught me at one of my most angry moments. And there's the fact that I felt like it was just a little bit step back in progress. But back to this lady. Why can't you get your son to wear a mask? He's two. He's not 17 when you're trying to get to church on time. It shouldn't really even be a big debate. I would like to think that my wife, who is very accommodating to our son, I'd like to think even she could do a better job. If you're on a plane and they tell you you're going to have to leave multiple times if your son doesn't wear a mask, the kid's wearing a mask. And if you're one of those parents who doesn't even believe in like speaking to your children in a stone, stern tone of voice, shame on you. But all right, you got to take another way. And then they tried to be nice. So they got everybody off the plane. And then they let everybody back on but that lady because they didn't want to be seen physically dragging this woman and her two year old off the plane. Kudos for that. I believe it was a United, but uh, I will Google that. <laughs> I'm not going to come back. I don't care about fixing it. Let's say it was United, allegedly. Um, but yeah, really what it just comes down to is you let a two-year-old dictate how you were going to travel. They did put her on another flight, but what if they hadn't and been like, that's fucking tough shit. Sorry. And now you're out the money all because you can't get a two-year-old to keep their hold his hands and then he can't take the mask off and unless he's got some kind of a condition he can still breathe and you know this is not gonna sound great but after a little bit of a struggle he's probably gonna be tired that's what happens when like the kids want to cry sleep training and all that you let them scream for like 10 15 maybe even 20 and then they just go to sleep which is what I assume he would have done on the plane anyway. But she's screaming out like, you can't make two-year-old. It was a rule before you got on the plane. It's happened to other people already. So, sorry, you just, you don't get sympathy. Get control of your kid. No one knows exactly who created the first sandwich. But we welcome you now to hear our interpretation. Timothy Andrews awoke and was hungry as usual, skipping breakfast and instead choosing to wait until 
lunch after he had done a good morning's work. He walked into the kitchen. Fuck, Fuck I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. As usual, there wasn't a whole lot in the refrigerator to eat, so he decided that he would make the best of a bad situation. He looked around. All right. All right. Got, some Got some bread. bread. What else? What else? Those tomatoes. Those tomatoes. Uh-huh. It's, not it's not enough, enough mold. mold. I'm going to throw them out. out. He took a bite of one of the tomatoes and then had an epiphany. Shit. Shit. I should, I should cut, cut this, this a little, little bit. bit. And, and then stick, stick it in between, in between that, that bread. bread. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Just then, it hit him. Wait a, Wait second. a second. The wife... wife. She didn't, she didn't finish, finish all, all that meat she yesterday. I think, I think she, she just threw it, threw it away. away. Next thing he knew, he was rummaging through the trash, and sure enough, he found the meat that his wife had discarded the night before. Hardly any flies were on it. Mm-hmm. That was, that was good, good meat. meat. It's still, it's still good. good. All right. All right. Put that, Put that on some this bread. bread. With the With tomato. tomato. What the fuck, what the fuck else, else is in here? here? Immediately, his eyes looked out the window of the kitchen and into the garden that his wife had recently started. There weren't a lot of things, but there was something that caught his eye. Hmm. Got some Got pretty, some pretty, pretty big, big weeds, weeds out, there. out there. I don't think, I don't weeds, think weeds kill, kill people, people when they eat them. They eat them. Just, just go on, go on out, out there, get a get couple, a couple of, these of these weeds. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's that? What's that? Carrot. Carrot. Mm-hmm. I don't really like, like carrots. Like carrot. They do they have, do have crunch. crunch. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, I don't, yeah, really, I don't really think, think that, that adds crunch, crunch in my sandwich. sandwich. All right, all right. Carrots, carrots it is. It is. What, else? What, else? what else? What else? Shit, shit. Maybe a little, Maybe bit, a little bit of dirt. Of dirt. No, 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 no dirt, no dirt. It was good that he had decided against putting the dirt in the sandwich, because as he brought all of the things back inside and began to assemble his sandwich... He realized he needed something to soften this whole thing, some kind of lubricant. And then he spit onto the bread. (laughs) He spit until he had felt it was enough to cover an entire part of the bread. He tried to keep a lot of loogie out of the sandwich, but he thought to himself, Well, well. Loogies taste, taste pretty, pretty good, good when I swallow, swallow them. So, so even, even if, if I end up covering, up covering all the sandwich, sandwich in that, it still tastes taste pretty, pretty good. And sure enough, it did. He was about halfway through the sandwich when his wife walked through the door. She said to him, May I have a little bit of whatever that is you're eating? I see that you've included some of my vegetables from the garden and totally destroyed it while digging them up. He responded. Huh? Huh? Yeah. yeah. I guess I, guess I, I did destroy, destroy the, garden the garden a little, little bit. bit. It's a it's damn, damn good sandwich. I really I think, think you're going to enjoy, enjoy it. Just, just here, here, break, break your little bit. There, there that's, that's for you. She was surprised by how good the bit of sandwich he'd given her was. This was a great feat. Although she did taste something that looked a little funny, and when she opened up the top of her sandwich, she saw a loogie. 
Hey, hey I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I should have told, told you there was a in, in it. Look, look. You don't, you don't have, have to throw the sandwich on the ground. Wait, wait, wait. Here, here. I'll just, I'll just. Look, look, I'll make, I'll make you another sandwich, and I'll go fix the garden, and, and the next the sandwich, sandwich that I make, that I make you won't have any have any in it, I swear to God. Right, right. And that was that. The sandwich was born. Loogies were left out in the future, unless someone didn't care for whoever ordered it at a fast food restaurant. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>